Well, uh, this is going to be a kind of an impromptu. We were just kind of chit-chatting after this episode. So, uh, Welcome back to the Playmate yeah. Podcast. This is episode <laughs> 23. Extra. Extra. No, we're just going to upload this the, the next week and just fucking... Bro, we need to start to backdating. I gotta work anyway. in the morning. Bro. We do need to start backdating because there's gonna be an entire like month that we can't use this basement, so we kind of do. Um, no, no, no. But we'll we'll record at my house. Yeah, we were talking about once that. I once I move. That's fine. Off the, because yeah. I'm not gonna get a couch for a while. That's fine. That shit's expensive. Well, I told Randy if she wants to buy a couch, she can buy me a couch and then crash on it, as long as it's still mine when she. Is leaves. she planning on moving out? Oh, yeah, we should probably stop this recording now. <laughs> or at least cut out the first couple minutes. Right. No, that's fine. Where were we Anyway. At? We're, go- we're going to cut out the first minute. No, we're not. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we were talking about, uh, I mean, I guess what in general? Just like the, so just the, 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 the pendulum swing between right yeah. and left. The Overton window shift. Um, so, no, okay, so my point is the reason why, because like, I remember, I rem- I vividly remember the, a lot of the media, pretty pretty negative towards Bush Jr. Like I don't I don't know where people were getting this thing where it's just the last decade that it's been a push towards. There's there's and then mind you, I was left leaning back then. I, I also really young. And then I even was gonna up say, until I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put the caveat that I'm not gonna give any like factual backing to what, anything that I know about that era because I was not even 10 years old by the time you know, like what well, hold on no I'm backwards yeah 2008 I was 9 years old when he that was the lo- I mean right? yeah I was only I was only I was only what fucking 11 uh, yeah so I mean yeah. I wasn't I wasn't that much older but I'm saying I remember I, I remember I things remember, I remember what people were worry. talking about back then like I rem- I vividly remember what what people were saying and, and I remember the news and well, what what kind of household did you grow up in like where did where did your parental figures fall ideologically well I mean if I'm like, not like obviously your mom's a whole another story but um talking about like you live with even your, my, grand, your even, grandparents yeah even my dad is just apolitical he doesn't he's just not he, like he's he's kind of like more traditional values kind of guy but like he's he's very apolitical but living with my grandparents it's it's a split household yeah, down yeah the that, that was me down the my mom middle. pretends to be independent but she's very left-leaning and my dad is conservative yeah and that's my grand my grandfather is is conservative he's a he's a hardcore republican and my my grandmother is a hardcore hardcore liberal what like, about you ryan democrat through and through we don't really talk. We don't talk about politics in my house. Now, yeah. nowadays, my mom and stepdad, or my mom has always been a little bit more liberal. Um, I don't really talk politics with my dad or grandparents. I assume my dad's a little more conservative. I'm like 99 percent sure. Um, but we don't talk politics in my house. I don't come from a political household. You say you remember that? I don't remember anything. I don't remember. Nobody in my life really talked about anything that was and see, going and, and, uh, back an interesting and, an interesting point though it didn't matter uh, to, me. to bring up an interesting point to bring up to bring up more of the societal side of things um it it, it it's been a stigma to be a conservative for for at least two decades at least two decades i, I, I don't know because uh immediately post 9 11 it was a it was a huge important thing to be patriotic oh, yeah but even but even but even democrats were patriotic back then well, there was still the divide between war and anti-war. Yeah, like obviously, for when, sure. Back then, I was like that was back when I was getting into bands like System of a Down and Tool, 
and I heavily believe that the media was just a, an appendage of the establishment to instill this propaganda into our minds that this war was necessary for some progression of our country when obviously— But, but I just want to point out, though, that Democrats were very, very pro-war. After the 2011, after 2011, after the 2001 attack, Democrats were very pro-war. Well, Do not I, get that I would, twisted. I wouldn't say. Do not get it twisted. I wouldn't <laughs> they say, were very pro-war. I wouldn't say that that's uh, specifically based on their ideology at the time. It was based on the the Republican response to 9/11. It wasn't just the Republican response though. It was it was it was CNN and MS, MSNBC and all of them. I mean, but the the Dixie Chicks got canceled. Response. What do you mean? The Dixie Chicks came out with a song talking about the Bush administration, and they got canceled. The the uh, what's, the, the, what's, pu- the public outcry. I don't know. I, I'm I'm completely unaware of the of of this. Of what, what do you mean? The Dixie Chicks. I, first off, who are the fuck are the Dixie Chicks? And second off, so that, the, they're like a, a country duet. Song? Okay. Um, I don't. Tribute. I don't. There's three of them. There's okay. Um, I don't know specifically the song, but um, I started reading into this recently. At, here, I got you. At, two th- at a 2003 performance in London, Natalie Maines of the American country band The Dixie Chicks, known as The Chicks, made a statement criticizing President George W. Bush and the imminent Allied invasion of Iraq. The criticism led to backlash um, uh, from country listeners who were mostly far right. So there was still some divide. He, what he's pointing out is The Dixie Chicks were a more left-leaning country female triplet, um, and during one of their performances... One of the singers, one of the, the the gals came out and said, hey, basically said, hey, fuck, you know, fuck, fuck what's going on, I guess, with the war. And there was a lot of outcry from the far, the right side, because they're country musicians, so a lot of their fans are right. Uh, but I think the point you were trying to make was that there was still opposition on the left. Like, you're, yes, 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 you're right. It was a boom of patriotism, sure. Uh, yeah. And everybody w- was was into. I that. mean, you can look up you can look but up clip, clips of like, he's saying of like, is like people hey. like everybody everybody at like NFL mm-hmm. games or just anything uh, after that happened. Like anytime the national anthem, everybody was everybody was in tears, bro. Like everybody was well, super yeah, patriotic. It's a, it's a tragedy, I'm gonna say though, I will say there were still lines in the sand that were drawn, is what I'm saying. Yeah, but that's yes. that's more. I would I would argue that that's more. And yes, I will say Democrats have. Have, have, have lied about being more anti-war, but that, I would I would say that that's more of an anti-war versus pro-war kind of. I was like, well, it's less it's left and right because I'm I'm right-leaning, but I'm very anti-war. Against the point that you were making, they they got they got canceled like by everybody. It wasn't just like the right came out and canceled the Dixie Chicks because I like, oh fuck you for saying that. It was like everybody was like. But that's what I'm saying. It's like the media at the time was predominantly. Pro, pro Bush administration. No, that's pro not true. Country. That is not true at all. Pro not, 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 not specifically Bush administration, the but country. because of the the nine eleven attacks, they were they were they were pro pro country. It's because pro, but they were say. They, but they. And that's what but, I'm saying. It's like it's not about Democrat Republican. It's about the media control was right leaning at the time. I would would not say that. I would not say that because they they they. I vividly remember even even like days minutes after the attack. They were already. They were already like, "What's Bush doing about this?" Like it was a. It's like yeah, not not to the point that they that the media has attacked Trump in in, in the last four years, but it it has it, CNN, MSNBC, all of the what we consider liberal leaning news nowadays, all of them all of them painted painted Bush in not the prettiest of colors. Let's just put it that way. I promise you that it's not. 
it they they did not do any service to Bush. The only people that were praising Bush were, of course, Fox News. It's it's and it's been that way. It's it media has has always been a little a little left leaning. Oh, I see what you're saying. I'm gonna walk it back a little bit. So I guess what I'm intending to say is not that the media was predominantly right wing, but public opinion was. Again, I don't know about that. But but I think you're conflating nationalism with with right wing, and that's not true. 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 Yes and Good no. Point. Yes, yes, it's not. But also, more and more, at least, especially nowadays. I, know I think we're talking about I think, twenty years. I think. Ago, I think the public eye. I think the public eye. The Overton window of the public public eye has been moving left ever since ever since the seventies. Sure, I think that. Well, I, I, I think I would, that I'd go earlier than that. I mean, the sixties. I would say, movement and but I'm but I'm saying, but the I mean, the sixties. The well, that well, really, in the sixties, it was it was the beatniks, and then then seventies was the hippie movement, but that stemmed out of the beatnik movement. Um, but the beatnik movement wasn't as big and predominant as the as the hippie movement, and so. I would I would argue that yes it obviously it obviously all of it has to stem from somewhere so yeah you can say you can keep like saying well well this actually was was um, this actually was started because of that and then you can keep pushing it back but I would say the biggest like kind of biggest start like push towards like a more progressive society it's anti-war definitely and on war in the definitely 1960s. yeah well I mean late 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 sixties yeah late sixties seventies yeah. I, mean, I I can't even honestly specifically put a date on the Vietnam War. I think it started in 1964. <laughs> Sorry, we, I just thought that was funny. That yeah, well, I just thought it was funny because I figured out if but, anybody um, asked me, you would be able to. But so my my point is is okay. Yes, I I would personally say that right, the 55. I would what? personally say the media has been has obviously later. Because it takes it takes them a little bit longer to adjust to what the social um, understanding of like the yeah. social a whole decade before I was saying sixty five ish to seventy five ish yeah that's 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 the, the late sixties the, the yeah. immediate the immediate thing says fifty five to seventy five but I don't think America got into it until the sixties no yeah it was um, a uh, it was a Vietnam Indochina war yeah so. So my my point is that is like the media obviously was a little bit behind the the social like the um, the normal you know the people's uh, public opinion is right, I guess yeah. so the the I would say the media probably started pushing I mean it, I I would say the media probably slowly started pushing that way sooner but like really started pushing heavily towards. Maybe not two full decades, but at least at least a good portion into Bush's Bush's administration, Junior. Um, definitely, oh, sure. yeah. definitely, definitely started pushing pretty hard, pretty hard left. Oh, senior too, man. Senior too. Did you fucking watch Donnie Darko? They're having like fucking in-house conversations between the family between the young people wanting to vote for Dukakis and the parents wanting to vote for Herbert mm-hmm. Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it's well, there's always been a generation, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, uh, you're, you're, like, yes, I would agree with you in the sense that, like, um, since the Vietnam War and the anti-war movement 
things socially have been progressively going more left-leaning, but I'd say all of this originates from post-Civil War and the Democratic Party realizing they can cash in and get power off of exploiting the things that were happening at the time. Yeah. And, and, but it also has to, because, you know, media just is the way it is, they're, they're sensationalizing things. So, like, they're gonna, they're gonna basically kind of move in the direction that, that the social, and because they also play into that as well and feed into it even more. So, like, they saw the general push by the, by the public to be like, you know, to be more progressive. So then they, they, took it and ran with it. Yeah, the that, same way that, the that, that like, also plays into an earlier statement that you had made uh, a few minutes ago where you like it, it, it plays onto this latency that you were talking about between like first the people react and then the media observes how the how they react and then they, they play on it is what you're saying. Yeah. And and now I would almost I would I would almost argue that it's now now they've kind of reversed that role and now they are now because they've become so predominant and media has become such a big thing in society um, that like now now they're the ones that are trying to force the narrative instead of instead of looking at what people how people are reacting and then and then changing the way they they report things like they used to and and I would argue even back then that yes they were like I said moving towards the left leaning they I would agree like like um, Ryan was saying, I would agree that they were a little bit more. I would say like they 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 would bring more facts to the table. They would they would actually report instead of sensationalizing there was, things. There's more honest journalism, right? Even I'd even say, if I'd it, say the Bu- the Bush Jr. administration was was the beginning of like uh, of mainlining sensationalist media. Yeah, beginning of the end. And so, and and so, and and it it basically has just evolved into like now, now they just they don't even report on anything. They just say like, "Hey, this is this thing happened. This is how you should feel about it." That's that's and that is that is dangerous. Yeah, it's all it's all opinion based news. That is dangerous. It, like the the media should not be like saying, "Hey, this is what happened. This is how you should feel about it." The media should be saying, "Hey, this is what happened." Here's all the facts about what happened. Come to your own conclusion. That's why we need to have fucking Buck on. Because, like, the whole ideology behind, like, honest journalism is, like, these people are willing to risk their lives to get the knowledge out to the people of what's actually fucking going on. And for, like, all of the major news outlets that Yeah, Buck, like, Buck went out there and walked with Antifa, even though even though they gave him shit, like, for being who he is. That He, he went out there and walked with Antifa and, and BLM and, like... Because because he's he's a true reporter like he's not and, and and he's not even like trying to do this like thing where like you know even like Crowder or something where they kind of like you can argue that they're like baiting you know what I mean yeah. he's not even like that he's literally just being there to just observe yeah it's it's it that's true like journalism it's it's not it's not about trying to put your own now he does have sec, you know he has his own like he has his own page where he talks about his own beliefs but when he's doing like a journalistic type thing it's objective it's it's a it's completely objective it's saying like this is what's happening period yeah that's that's, there's no no bias to it or anything like that it's just this is what i'm observing this is what's happening in front of me yeah and it's obviously creating a huge uh, ideological divide within the united states currently 
I'd say it's 90% of the problem. Like, people would just want to say it's between, like, uh, old money versus new money or whatever. But when it comes down to it, it's just the media dividing people. Yeah. And, and I, uh, we talked about this. I can't remember. I can't remember. Uh, maybe, on, maybe on our Discord or something. But, like, I feel like a lot of the problem is people, people and they'll, they'll even claim that they do read them, but they don't. They don't, actually. They call you. They... No, they. Uh, no, I'm saying they. They'll. They'll read. They'll read like the headlines. Oh uh, yeah. And just. And they won't. They won't actually read the article itself. They just see these headlines and, and because they've already been, in this mindset of, these things are happening. These people are bad. So then they see another headline that says that says like, um, alt right, person does blank. They. They, to them, it's like they don't even they 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 don't they don't even they don't even, they don't even care yeah. to look into it because they just yeah. they just take it for they just take it as as the truth because they're it, not it, it builds it, on to yeah, their fucking yeah it's yeah. it's it's a feedback loop and it's just and it's and it's really dangerous because people aren't even even when they claim and it's and it's so I I want to call out almost everyone and it's not fair because there might be actually people who do actually look into shit but it's like. I just want to call out every single person who who I say like I bet you like you don't even look into it and then they say yes I do it's just and I want to be like you're a fucking liar because I know you don't like yeah. you just don't yeah because if you did you would under you would actually know some of the things that that I that I will point out to you and then you try to like throw them you know throw my points to the side it's, it's not about logic anymore it's about you would you would know things like yeah. the fact that the the proud boys leader is not white and he's he's they're not a white what? nationalist the, group you would know you would know these things because the the headline even even on cnn or msnbc or whatever like obviously it'll still be biased the 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 paper itself will be biased but it'll it'll show like it'll be like it'll say something like um alt-right you know neo-nazi group Proud Boys beats up Antifa, and then it'll you scroll down, and it's a picture of of I can't remember what his name is Enrique Enrique, and it's it's like you scroll down and you see Enrique, and you're like, and it's like leader of of leader of Proud Boys, and you're like, wait w- wait a minute, I thought you, they said these were white nationalists. They're cashing in on the fucking. And then and then man. you keep reading, and it's just like, and then it's just, and then if you actually look, yeah. at, and then if you actually look into the oh, event that happened, trigger, if yeah. you actually like look into sure. what happened, it's like. Antifa, you know, Antifa threw something at them and initiated, and then and then the Proud Boys fought back. It's like, it, but they don't do that. They just read the headline, and then it's just like, oh look, look at these white nationalists beating up Antifa. Like it's it's they don't they don't look into it. They don't actually. They just see the headlines, and then they they listen to you know little snippets on the news, I, I like sound how- bites on the news, and the like they'll 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 say like oh. You know, Trump did this, or the Proud Boys did this, or whatever, and then they they just they don't actually look into anything. They just take, and then people people like we know will say will say yeah, well, and then they'll 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 quote unquote cite their sources, and it's just the it's just the media, and they'll show you a headline. Uh-huh. They'll just they'll just point at you and see like see look at this headline, look at this headline showing showing the Proud Boys beating up Antifa. It's like. Bro, you don't actually. You're just showing me a headline. That doesn't mean anything. I, I like how this this Wikipedia the Wikipedia article on the Proud Boys starts. The Proud Boys is a far right neo neo fascist chauvinist and exclusively male exclusively. Let me repeat that exclusively male white nationalist organization that promotes and engages in political violence in the United States and Canada. That is their word for word in their own article under the only the, under only, the only thing. 
the only thing that they got right about that is that it's exclusively male. That's the only thing they got right about that. In their own article, sorry, I keep hitting this. In their own article, under leader, you hit Enrique Tario very, very clearly not, not a white male. Like, yes, he's a male, but very, very not a white person. Like, I don't know how you can say it's an exclusively white male nationalist group. And their it's, leader is not like a I white said, male. Like I said, the guess only, what? They're not white nationalists. The, the, like I said, the only thing that's right about that is that it's 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 exclusively male because it's it's it that's that's what it started. It's a it's a male club for just to do do things. It's it it it, it, it didn't even start off as political at all. Like it was a joke. It was a joke. Like he like like Gavin McInnes literally was just like. Hey, let's start a dudes club and we can like, it, and it's be, it was because like there was one uh, dude had like I I think I'd like, I don't know, never done something that he that he thought was like a manly thing to do. So he was just like, let's start a dude club and we'll like show him how to do this. And then they did, and it was kind of a joke. And then they they like just hung and then they just kept doing it and it they just hung out and like drank beer and like had fun and shit. Like it just it would just became like kind of a little club that's, thing. That's the fucking thing about like how ridiculous and absurd the media is nowadays. Yeah, is, it, is that like literally ridiculous. just memes become the biggest fucking deal? Like uh Kekistan or Pepe the Frog or the OK sign. Yeah. Like all these things just started off as memes and then like now if you do any of those things in front of like a left-leaning person, it's like an attack on who they are as a person. Yeah. It's just and that's a whole, and then like, and then we like, realize this, and then yeah. we still do it because it's ironic, and it's and funny. It just builds into itself. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> it's like, but like, like ultimately, at the end of the day, so like, as a what listeners we do have, and just in general, putting putting it out there to the to the eth, what is it the eth, the ethereal, ether ether yeah. ether to putting it out there into the ether. Like all I want is all I want is a left leaning person to come and like sit down and have a genuine debate it doesn't have to be heated it doesn't it really doesn't we can talk like adults just have a genuine debate and be able to bring bring facts and 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 logic and not not just sensationalist emotions and be able to actually articulate your point without without having to it's it's not all about like i i just and I just don't see that happening. I don't. It's not I don't, even a challenge. It's an invitation, honestly. It's 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 really not. It's really not a challenge. Like I I will I I would be so happy for that to happen. Like I'm genuinely. I'd be so genuinely happy happy for for that to happen. Like I want I want a genuine conversation, not just not just talking about like emotions and just saying like oh you're a dumb conservative and or, and I'm not gonna be sitting here like oh you're a dumb liberal. Well, you're not it's, the smartest conservative. <laughs> I'm definitely not the smartest conservative. Yeah, that's I'm ben not. Shapiro. Um, actually, um, actually, um, it's Jordan actually? Peterson. Um, actually, I'm not right, the smartest person. Let's say, uh, let's say uh, I'm the second smartest person. Have y'all heard that fucking, that fucking deep fake um, Let's say, hypothetically, like, I'm daddy. Let's yeah, say, yeah. hypothetically, you're yeah. a bad girl. <laughs> Dude, I fucking love that, that thing. But, but yeah, I mean, it's just like, I, like, as, as much as I, I'll joke about, like, oh, you know, fucking libtards, whatever, but, like, Ultimately, like I, I genuinely want to be able to have a conversation and a good debate with someone who isn't going to just get angry and call me a racist or bigot or transphobe or whatever, whatever specific topic we choose to talk about. I just if if you can actually sit down and have a genuine conversation and not just not just boil it down to like oh I guess you're just a homophobe like it's that to me that that is not 
that it's just not how you debate someone. It's not progress. And I don't, and I don't, and I, prove me wrong, I don't think that many people on the left are capable of doing that. So, so you don't sure. want, you don't want a novice debate with somebody on the left. You want a master debate with somebody on the left. I want a master debate <laughs> with somebody master on the debate. left. If, if anybody from the left wants to master debate here in our basement, you're welcome to come over and master debate come us. Over and and master come debate. over and master it'll, debate us in the basement. It'll be a, a conversational bukkake. A conversational bukkake. No, but like, it, seriously, like, I, I genuinely want a good conversation. Like, I'm not, I'm not even saying that, like, I'm some, like, super conservative genius or anything, but I think about things and I look into my stuff and, yeah, I'm, I'm not perfect and I don't know every single little little you know it every single little detail but i like to think that i have some nuanced thought to things and i want to see that from the left and i want to be able to have a genuine conversation without getting heated without calling each other names i want i want to see that happen and i just i quite frankly don't think that many people on the left are capable that's of doing what worries that. a lot of neoconservatives nowadays like it's not about the left taking control more or less it's about the left becoming more radicalized because it's not only becoming a problem with that that ideology uh, ideology in and of itself, but it's also creating a a counter reaction of right wing radicalization. And I'm not saying like anyone needs to be a centrist; like it's okay to have different differing opinions. But at the end of the day, you should be able. This is the whole point we started this podcast: is you should be able to sit down at this table and have a discussion about something and have a nuanced perspective, and not just be regurgitating whatever the social narrative happens to be which a lot of people our age tend to just escape behind. And when, when, when it becomes like, when they feel like they're inferior in their logic or whatever, they just resort to fucking yelling or name-calling or calling you a racist or a homophobe or whatever it happens to be. Basically mm. just to smear your name throughout the public enough to where, like, them losing a debate doesn't even matter because you don't even matter as a person. Because, yeah, because... Yeah. It doesn't matter that we lost you because you're just a racist, rapist, pedophile, pervert, yeah, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. It's like well, you're just a, you're, oh, you're just a dumb conservative. Like like I'm not gonna get through to you. No, I mean, genuinely, like if bring up like bring up good points, and I you may not change my mind, but like I I I will at least respect the fact that you you have done your own research and actually actually have come to your own views because you've done your research and and think that that is the genuine you know that that is your morals that's your ideals i can respect that and and understand that and because that is needed that is needed in a society like like we were i i think i just mentioned it like right before we started i even as a right-leaning person i respect and and understand the fact that we need both left-leaning and right-leaning people in order to keep the country in a more balanced state and Quite frankly, I think that the Overton window has been shifting left. And yes, you can argue that the Overton window was was leaning right to begin with at the start of at the start of America. I personally would argue that that's what made America great. But make it great again. <laughs> make America great again, twenty twenty four. No, but seriously, like. But like, and let's debate about that. Like, let's let's debate about that. You know, and like, yeah, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of issues that you know that America has faced. So has literally every single other country. Um, but like every civilization, every since civilization the dawn of time. ever since the dawn of time has done has has done very atrocious things. Um, there's never been a perfect a, pe- a perfect society or government. Um, but 
yeah, I mean, I, 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 I understand the fact the the need for both sides, and I don't think that we're getting that because I feel like one side, especially, aka the the left, is not willing to even talk, and and debate. They're it's it's like my way or you're a racist, bigot, homophobe, and you're gonna get canceled. And I'd I feel like take the highway. <laughs> cool. Um, Damn it. <laughs> I, I got it. I was almost, I almost said highway, but, but I know that's why I was it was in my head. But but yeah, like I that ultimately that's kind of like what that's what I what I was hoping like when we first started talking about doing a podcast like that's what I that's like what I want this and it doesn't necessarily have to be political although that is kind of what we're more like interested in but like that I I want I want to offer out a table. A, and a place where you can come and be safe. Like we're not gonna, we're not gonna attack you. We're not gonna, we're, you know what I mean. Like we're, we want to have a genuine, a genuine conversation. Even amongst us three, we disagree on on things. Like if you've I listened, hate these two. <laughs> like if you've listened to uh, some of our content, like a lot of times we do disagree on certain things, and it's it, most of the time. <laughs> most of the time, more <laughs> often than not. Yeah, especially across the table. Excuse you. <laughs> no, but so like I don't know. I'm that that was kind of the whole point is to is to al- allow for a space where people can and can talk openly and 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 explore and really get down to the fundamentals of their ideas and and use the Socratic method to really rationalize their their viewpoints. And that's kind of what I what I want you know what I what what we set out to do, and we've we've had a few like kind of left leaning people on. Um, some of them didn't really end up talking about politics very much, but um, but and and that's okay. Like we're not forcing we're not forcing anyone to talk about it about stuff that they don't want to talk about. Um, that's we're not we're not trying to do that. But I I. I want that, you know what I mean? I I I want to see that happen. I want I want to have left-leaning people on that want to talk about politics and 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 bring you know, bring rational points. You don't you don't necessarily have to like you don't necessarily have to like do a whole bunch of research and and get a whole bunch of, you know, a whole bunch of like data and, you know, and and whatnot. Although it does it does help and I will probably depending on what conversation we we bring up, I will probably I will probably bring up some of that, so it, it definitely helps. Um, but ultimately, it's just about rationalizing your ideals and and doing a, at least some moderate level of research into what's going on and trying to understand it from even even outside your own values and, and views and from a, almost a third party perspective. Because I, I try to look at most situ- most things in that in that light before i apply my own values to it like like for for instance like the like the um capital riot um the 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 siege on the capital whatever you want to call it the the terrorist attack if you will um like i looked at that i tried to look at that beyond my own beyond my own values at face value what i what i saw happen and i i have a fairly nuanced perspective of what happened there um and my and ultimately my values do play a role in that but i don't i don't also completely agree with like 
the hardcore right wing sentiment of 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 what happened there either. I don't I don't think I think that certain things did go too far, like like the pipe bombs. But I also understand that there was a lot more involved than than just that, and that there was probably not only right wing people in that group. What pisses me off about that whole thing is that like people will take the most extreme example of what happens there and then apply it to the whole group. Right. Right, like they even found, the media just openly does it. Right, they found. I, I would also like to see if maybe if if were the. Do you know if for a fact if the pipe bombs were the same or were they two totally different? They designs? were the same. There were they were two and they were placed on different blocks and they think they tied him back to a a guy that they had already arrested and he had uh, Molotov cocktails in his car full of like a homemade napalm. Gotcha. So it was so it was it was one dude. Yeah, one right. person. Out of the thousands that and were there, and he he got arrested at the Capitol, or he got arrested, and also walking back to his car after his car had been carted off already. Right. Yeah, because they like, also he, he went. He had guns in his car, and he went to the Capitol and protested without taking those guns with him. Mm. So and then he was. I don't know what potentially. I don't know what statement you want to make about back. it. The dude planted pipe bombs. The dude had guns and napalm in his car, mm-hmm. but. Ultimately, like he went to the Capitol and didn't carry any of those things with him. I'm not defending the man. I'm not. I'm not having any subjective. I'm not saying yeah. that he brought all those things and he chose to be a pussy and not do it. And I'm also not saying that he chose to attend the the protests and that none of this stuff was his and it was planted on his property. I'm not saying either of those two things. Either of them. Okay, right. I'm just saying. Anyway, that one of those is definitely back possible. to back to reality for a second. That, that is reality. <laughs> it's one. It's one. It, that's one person. You know what I mean? Out of out of and out of thousand. And I also want to also want to point out. Him. That's also that's what also I'm true. It's also hard to say if it actually was definitely if he, him. If he went to the if he had this stuff in his vehicle mm. and he went to the protest without it, mm. then who's saying that maybe he never had the maybe he was never in his who knows but anyway so that's anyway even if even if it was him it's that's one person out of thousands that were there that attended and also i want to point out that the the media doesn't like to doesn't like to portray this but like there were thousands and thousands of people there at the capitol but only only like i think it was like 200 maybe 300 went in and half of them were just memeing more than half right so more than half of them and and also i also i'm not saying anything i just think it's kind of fishy that the one person that got shot by a police officer happened to be next to someone who was confirmed antifa or not not antifa or blm or whatever blm activist and also one in the same john sullivan one in the same one in the same started his own one in the same they both they both pushed i I know i know what you're saying so Um, like just so happened to be and and on the recordings you can you can hear hear him say like you can hear him say certain things that that he's i can't antagonizing he's antagonizing and getting the group to try to do more than than what they might have done otherwise it's hard to say it's hard to say and i'm not i'm not saying anything def- definitively i'm not even saying that the girl that got shot was was left leaning cuz i don't think she was i think it was pretty proven that she wasn't but the fact of the matter is also, the the cop like there's there's just no reason for that cop to shoot at all. Like she like it, there just wasn't any reason to. But. Also, the I hate to fucking do this because the family specifically asked people not to politicize his death. But the cop who died, the New York Times reported that he got 
bludgeoned to death with a fire extinguisher mm. never happened. Yeah, didn't. Yeah. Later, they completely retracted it, and the autopsy report showed that there was no blunt force trauma to the body at all. Mm. How do you die? Heart attack? Something like that? Something like that. And that's another thing is that they, they, they fucking water it down. They say, well, look how many people died during the Capitol riot. And a couple it's like of- most of them were just medical emergencies, and they couldn't get to an ambulance because there were so many people. Yeah. Which, yes, is a bad thing, but it isn't them like well, – It's not, it's not a to- cause of the fucking – Yeah, exactly. That's a cause of a bunch of people being in one spot is <laughs> – there might be some people that, that just have a, a random medical emergency. That happened or at a new concert that my dad yeah, exactly. went to. Like, people got trampled and died. Yeah. Somebody like, might have a heart attack like, and they just can't get to, to help. Or somebody might be having a seizure and they just can't get to help. Or somebody might be overwhelmed by all this and having a heart attack and they can't get to help. Like, it's just a symptom of having thousands yeah, of people, thousands in, one people in one spot. Like, it yeah. happened at fucking Woodstock as much as the left likes to point this and say, well, this is real freedom. It's like literally rape happened. People got trampled to death. People overdosed on drugs. Like, well, grow if you, up. If, you, <laughs> if, you're, if you're a leftist and you haven't been to an actual fucking hippie fest and you don't understand that theft and rape happens when all these people are 100% leftists, you're fucking retarded. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Never done that. Got the t-shirt, yeah. bub. I was going to say, like, <laughs> I... Bro, I've been to the hippie fest. There's, I'm not and saying so, it's all of them, not even close to all of them, but there's always still those and nasty so, people. It's not all right. peaches and and. And so, cream. circling back to kind of my point about bringing up the bringing up the the Capitol riot is, even with even with all the like BLM riots, I I tried to take it, I tried to take my own my own bias out and try to look at it, and and see the facts and see what's going on. And then, and then, after knowing the facts, then apply my values. Um, and there, there were certain instances where I thought that, while I don't agree with the values being that that are necessarily that are that are um, being held by these people, I do understand some of the things that that went down. Like very specifically, like burning down the police department, that kind of gave me a half chub. Not gonna lie. Because, because they have a problem with the police. I not. I'm like I said. I I don't necessarily agree with with like with what they're what they're mad about. Mad about. But at and, least they're and, doing something about. But but that that's actually effective. And but burning down businesses and stuff, I cannot get behind. So it doesn't help anything. Right. It just destroys your community. So my point is. So when I'm looking at the Capitol riot, a bunch of conservatives have an issue with the federal government. They go to the federal government and take over the building. That's 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 like the like most direct way to show protest that you that you possibly can. If I'm, they were rioting and just de- domestic terrorizing. And what if the they've Capitol? been doing it for fucking months? No, but they didn't domestic terrorists the Capitol. Like uh, the they just did it in different cities. They just domestic uh, terrorist the but cities it's not, themselves. No, it's it's not, it doesn't count. No, it doesn't US count. Capital. It's not the capital. Just, it doesn't count. Those are just state capitals. Yeah, it doesn't Go count. Fuck yourself. It's the same sentiment. It doesn't you know count. It Don't you understand that these dangerous, right-leaning Republican terrorists attacked 
This the, the biggest attack on this country since the Civil War. Since this country attacked no, itself, said, said the biggest country. Oh, oh they're, is that they're, what they're, they're saying they're now? Saying Whatever. When I talked to the last person I talked to, said, um, actually, you know what? He didn't say Civil War. You're right. He said the last time uh, that the congressional buildings got attacked was, I, I think. He said the during war the, of 1812. Yeah, I think he said down. either the Revolutionary War, or whatever, when the actual White House got destroyed. The War of 1812. Um, but either way, it's like, well, you don't understand what an attack on freedom is. Just by the way, you just don't understand what an attack. And on I freedom got into really the is. argument too, like the like days after it happened, with somebody I very much care about who's very left leaning. We had this debate, and she was like, "I'm just really nervous right now because, you know, th- this thing happened, and it's." And then I was like, yes. I, and then I was like, yeah, I'm scared too because the government's going to be use it as an excuse to over-surveil their people even more. And we're going to lose a lot of our freedom because of what happened. Mm. She's like, well, no, that's not why I'm upset. Like, <laughs> Of course. If not. any. I'm afraid because the and, implication and, of the Republicans getting. I don't even understand. Honestly, like, I get that. Oh, it's. Oh. The baseline. Oh, it's scary that people with guns could come to our 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 national, you know, capital. I don't understand what's scary about it beyond like the baseline fear of 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 flinching at a man with a gun. Like, okay, flinch at that. Okay, there's a bunch of people. They're at the capital. They have guns. Okay, flinch. That's it. That's. I don't understand beyond that. I don't understand. It's. it's I mean, we keep going back to the sentiment, but it's like entirely what America was built upon. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's so it, I don't understand the fear. In, I don't understand in, why this is the scariest in thing. In the ever. Constitution and the Declaration of Independence, like we the the four the forefathers like literally literally set out to to make it known that if 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 the people feel that there is tyranny, they are to take up arms against the against the government. And that like that alone, like that didn't even happen. They just showed up to the Capitol. Like, yes, there was there was two pipe bombs, and they were memeing, like, man. Like it, it's there. It's that it could have it could have been a lot bloodier if they if they felt like it was to the point to where they needed to start a revolution. It could it could and it would have it, it. They could have. Yeah, but they didn't. They wanted to protest. Could have. Would that have, was the intention. Whatever. Nothing else. Nothing else. Like other than the the like I said, other than the woman that got shot by the cop. Other than that, that, and then a few cop deaths, and a lot of the cop deaths were actually happened after the fact, and they committed suicide. Um, one of them, and then the other one died a day later from injuries sustained yeah. during the quote-unquote riot, but it was not due to a bludgeoning to the head from a fire extinguisher. Right. So, so my point is, is it, it wasn't. It it was a it was a protest, and that was by and large what it was intended to be. And did you know they started breaking into the Capitol building while Trump was already making his speech? Really? When he was in the middle of his speech, they were already breaching the Capitol. Hmm. I didn't know that. I did not know that. No, I no, I fucking researched into this fucking heavy, and they tried to point at the speech and say that was the incitation for uh, for um, insurrection. Yeah. First of all, he never incited violence in the speech. The closest thing. That I've come with with people arguing you against. Gotta be strong. When I, when I tell people like, hey, you I'm do understand strong. that if you watch the full context of, of of the whole thing, he says, let's peacefully walk down there and say, 
and and we'll make we'll, our voices heard. Yeah, so we'll make our voices heard, and we'll we'll support the the, the people in there that we want to support, and we won't support so much the people we don't want to support. He never says anything violent. He never says let's hurt the people we don't support. He never says let's let's yell at them. He never even says let's let's tell them they're dumb. He never says let's call him a poopy head. He doesn't even say Probably anything that. rude they doo-doo whatsoever. They like, he doesn't say anything fucked up at all. And uh, on top of that, if if because I, I haven't confirmed that if they did start rioting quotes before he you know he even finished his speech. That's even more to say, look, he never incited this. The best, closest argument I've heard towards saying that Trump or his administration has any responsibility towards this is um, what uh, uh, what was it? Uh, McConnell and, and, and Pence came out and, and disavowed him and said, hey, we're separating ourselves from this, blah, blah, blah. Tell and then and then I them Fuck or so, both McConnell and Pence. Them the them or somebody said, hey, Trump, call this pe- call these people off. Tell these people to go home. Tell them to stop. And the closest you can get to saying Trump incited anything, big air quotes, is him not telling people to go home. Did, him though. not telling people. Well, okay, but that's did. that's yeah. the closest thing people have gotten is saying, well, Trump didn't tell them to stop. But that's the thing. That's the like, thing. Well, first of all, it's not his personal responsibility. Exactly. He I don't have to tell them. And to stop. I think, and he I think, tell them to do. And I just think that that's. I feel like he should, and he did. I, I don't. I don't agree. I don't I do think not, he should. I do not agree. I do not it's think cool he should. Cool that he did, but he didn't need. To, I do should. not think he didn't tell them to do it. He does not need to tell them to stop. Yeah. So my point is, I do not think he should because that is just an, one more instance of of this rhetoric that conservatives have to apologize for having the fucking views they have, and I'm tired of it. Let me put it this way. Let me take it to a huge extreme, right? Crazy, crazy extreme. If I saw somebody getting attacked, right, it is not... First of all, it's not my responsibility at all to intervene. First of all, it is not my responsibility to even tell that person that is doing a outrageously bad thing. It's not even my responsibility to tell them to stop. But if I were to tell them to stop... And then just not, that's it? I, I, somebody said, hey, that's fucked up. Tell them to stop. And I go, hey, stop that. Hey, stop that. And that's all I did? That's pathetic. Because I could actually go over there and do something, right? First of all, though, that's not my responsibility. Just like Trump not inciting anything, it's not his responsibility to stop that, right? Second of all, these people may be his supporters, but he didn't start this. He has no reason to believe, and nobody should have any reason to believe, that him saying stop is going to make this stop. Just like me yelling at somebody across the street that's doing something bad to stop, not going to make them stop. The only reason that might make them stop is, oh, somebody's watching that. Somebody else sees that. Then you might stop. But that's just regular human behavior, right? But that's not going to stop a a very angry, angry riot. And I think if I were to just be walking down the street... Right, and I yell, "Stop doing that!" and then continue walking to my car or wherever I'm going and get in and leave. That's the equivalent, and it's pathetic. That's stupid, and that's just pathetic and a, a dumb thing to do. And that would be just the same as seeing that happen—something that you had nothing to do with, something that you did not incite. Saying, "Hey, stop that!" and then getting on your jet or going to your house or your private car, wherever the fuck he went after this, right? And but I like, think the main problem is that is that people were saying thing. people were saying that he that he should tell them to stop. No, that's, but if he that's like if that's like should, somebody that's then like somebody he saying go like, over there and stop physically. That's like me saying that's like you saying, oh, you should have stopped that person. Okay? Right, exactly. Then then either my options are say stop and don't do anything, which is pathetic, or go over there and risk my life. 
to stop that person. I personally think that's the right thing to do. If somebody's attacking somebody, I will go risk my life to stop that person from attacking that person. This is not... That's where the, the analogy separates itself. This is not an innocent person being attacked by a stronger person. This is the government being protested on. Trump should not risk his life and well-being to get between this crowd and this entity to tell them to stop. And, and saying and that he no, should have said yeah. offhanded, saying, oh, he should have said stop, that's, that's fucking stupid. Because if he would have no, walked I'm not, I'm away, not I'm not saying you are, but other people are. Other people said, other people have told me that, you know what, even if he didn't say, tell people, go attack the Congress building, he didn't tell them to stop. But to me, if he would have just done his speech, which was not inciting anything, and then walked, you know, went to go home or wherever he's going, and passively on his way, which is the equivalent to just, hey, stop that. That's fucking dumb. That's pathetic. That's that's a loser thing to do because you have nothing to do with that. You're conceding responsibility for something you don't have anything to do with, and you're trying to help while not actually doing a fucking thing to help. If you really want him to do something, then your opinion should be he should go risk his own safety to get in between these two parties and physically separate them. That is ridiculous because he has nothing to do with that situation. Yeah. He has no reason to step in and help that entity because it's not an individual person that can't stand up for itself. It's the government. They can't stand up for themselves, and they deserve to be protested against because that's their citizens protesting against them. You can't fight back against that. You have to absorb that and 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 reflect on it. Well, uh, yeah. You don't you I, don't crush that. I that's, understand. I that's understand what you're saying. I'm not saying that Trump should say that they should stop. What I'm saying is like a lot of the argument from people after it had immediately happened or uh, days after even when they were reporting on it uh, retrospectively was that Trump didn't they were saying like it took x amount of time for Trump to even address what was going on. I know and I'm I'm saying and that I'm he saying should never that have did happen. Yeah, but I'm saying he should never have addressed it. It's not his responsibility. He doesn't have anything to do with that, and he shouldn't have to have anything to do with that. To to force him to have responsibility over that is where I think is ridiculous. Uh, there 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 is a certain amount of sacrifice that comes with being a public servant, though. There is, but I think that he separated himself for from you that. to be the when president he, of the United States and something like that happening, and you not addressing it. I I see that as a problem. I think that he didn't have my, anything to do with it. So, that he did okay. not incite them to go do violent behavior, and that he does not have any place in saying, hey... So, what I think about that is, like, okay, as as the president, this big thing is happening. So, obviously, he should he should be addressing it. Yes. Period. Like, that, that doesn't... That, there's no connotation versus whether it be pro or against... That he should just at least address it being the president. I agree with that. Um, and, okay, maybe he didn't do it f fast enough, I guess. But the thing is, is the state in which the public opinion looks upon conservatives is in such, like, hostility that it's hard for a conservative leader like that to come out and just what, what is because at, at that point he's basically like he, he's having to tread lightly because he because if if he just completely just shits on the his supporters he's he's gonna lose all of his supporters 
and the, his supporters are going to be like, wow, wow, like we were, we're doing this, you know, for you basically, like for the good of conservatism, and you're just going to shit on us and not back us up. But then on the other hand, if he doesn't do that, the left is just going to be like, oh, look, he's condoning it. When the, the whole problem to begin with is the fact that they're even viewing that instance as a terrorist attack and not just as a, as a protest. That, that's, that's where the issue lies. So, like, yes, I think that he should have addressed it maybe a little bit sooner. But the problem is, the problem is, is he, the, the, the narrative was already being pushed that, hey, look, look at this crazy, racist, alt-right group of, of Trumpers who, who got told by Trump to come and do this awful, heinous terrorist act. That was already the narrative. Yeah. So as it was happening, even uh, Anderson Cooper was like, "This is insurrection. This is treason." Right. Go so fuck yourself. What? So, which is just not true. Yeah. It's just not true. Like, no one in the Capitol was like, "Yep, we're taking over. This is no longer the. This is no longer the United States of America." No one was saying that. No oh. one was saying that at all. So that's and that's it creates it creates this dynamic where it's just like what is what is he supposed to do because like if he and and then if even if he came out and was just like oh the, this isn't you know and if he said on on air oh this isn't it, this isn't what the media is saying it is it's not a it's not a uh it's not a terrorist attack it's it's just a it's just a protest then they would say he's de- uh, minimizing it there was no there's there's no it's there's no winning with yeah. with with the media and the way public opinion has is so far left leaning, there's no winning. Like so, as as a leader, as being a right right wing leader, like he was, there's there's nothing that he could have done that that would have made anything better. And so, I almost think that the fact that it took him a a, a little bit to actually say something about it is probably because he was him and his team were probably trying to figure out what exactly to fucking say because you have to tread so lightly. Like, because in order to not lose the support of your own people, but then also not, I mean, no matter what he was going to say, the the left was going to fucking dog him for it anyway. doesn't matter. Like, he literally could have been, he literally could have bent over backwards and been like, you know what, guys, I fucked up. I'm the, I'm the worst president ever. You're actually right. Like, fuck all these, fuck all these Trumpers. Like, he could have bent over backwards and they still would have given him shit for it. he had nothing to gain. The only thing he had to lose was all of his support. The only thing he had to gain or yeah. lose was losing all of his support. He had nothing to gain from and doing like anything. I, like I said a minute ago, like what what just pisses me off is just like this idea that like you have to apologize for being conservative. It's Look, like if it was a Democrat president, nobody would be condemning the president for saying, "Hey, stop these riots." Nobody would say would be saying, "Hey, why didn't the president stop this stuff?" Hell. I've barely heard people on the right say, hey, why didn't Trump flat out do something and stop this? Because guess what? We all know that, yes, while even some of this stuff went too far and was bad, guess what? As Americans, that's part of being that's part of being in this country. We can do all that kind of crazy fucked up shit. It's called protesting. It's called having a big problem with your country. And... Yes, I don't agree with everything the left did when they had a big problem with things that are happening in this country, but guess what? 
There is, there they, is, a, there is. A, they it, got it's, to it's, do it's it. They line. were doing it. It's they a, were not right. shut down. The National Guard was not put into effect across the country to give martial law and keep everybody in their house. Yeah, you there, got to go out a, in your city and you got to destroy things and you got to say, "I have a problem with this." And as soon as the other side says, "Hey, I have a problem with this," and, and they're doing it, to the they're doing it at the appropriate place. Yeah, then it's a problem. It's a terrorist attack. Fuck off. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, that, and that's and that's my point. Is like is like I get it. I get it. I don't agree with why you're doing it and and the locations that you're doing it. But I get it. There is there is a certain. I'm not calling for you a certain to be arrested. Bit, I'm not calling right. for you there's to be certain, killed in the There's a certain bit of of shit, civil disobedience. So yes, that does that does quite frankly mean breaking the law. Yes. There is a little bit of civil disobedience that is needed to keep the government in check. I completely will will. Will give that. I will. I will concede that. That is. That is a needed thing in society to keep the government in check, and that's, and that's perfectly okay. I just think people should be a little bit methodical about how they apply that, that civil disobedience. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, for instance, yeah. like for instance, black people not being able to sit on the back of the bus and then uh, on the front of the bus and then dis- and deciding, you know what, I'm gonna fucking do it. Arrest me. That is how you do it. It, you don't burn the bus down, fucking it, idiots. It wasn't even Rosa Parks that did that first. She took all the all the glory, but um, <laughs> no, no, it's true. It's one hundred percent true. Look it up. I Dead believe ass. you. I just I, um, I I think anything inflammatory is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even but, uh, if it's false. By the way, if you false. ever hear me laugh <laughs> yeah. at something that's false and fucked up, it's because I thought it was inflammatory and therefore funny. Because to me, those things are funny. Um. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the uh, I guess more or less that's the point that I was trying to make to this this person that I was having this debate with over why I was worried about what had happened versus what she had worried about what happened was it like it's it's about the objective theory of it the objective theory well, of America I think mm-hmm. I think on a, on a different level it's it doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or Republican it's if well it's, the people it's, if a group of people collectively have a problem with the way that government is operating they have an inherent right. To rise up against the government, to go and uh-huh. make their voice heard, and to have a demonstration to say, you know, maybe we should be looking at this a little bit harder. I, I agree with that, but let me put it let me put it in a different in a different way. Um, so Republicans are generally for smaller government, right? So no, from <laughs> from a Republican's perspective, right? <laughs> if you're looking, you're getting it. Right, the because because a lot of this, a lot of everything is fear mongering, right? Everybody, the the everybody in control wants everybody else to be afraid of another, you know, everybody else, yeah, right? Divisiveness. We want yeah. to, we want this country divided. I'm not saying we like you and I. We this country, the people in power, want this country divided. It helps them, right? Divided, we so if you have if you have the Republicans divided because they're 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 upset at the liberals, but they're afraid of the government, right? The liberals are maybe upset at the government when it's, you know, Republican controlled, just like the Republicans are upset when it's Democrat controlled, but they're afraid of the Republicans. Democrats are, or, or Republicans rather, are, are not often afraid of the Republicans. Like you said, they're not afraid of the protesters, the BLM protesters. You're afraid of the, the repercussions the government might take uh, and use this 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 event. People. Yeah, they're gonna mm-hmm. use this event against the people. You're afraid of that. You're afraid of the government encroaching, yeah. using that to encroach. Versus the liberals are generally afraid of the 
the people of the conservative. Coaching. They're yeah. afraid of the, of the yes, everyday exactly. conservative. Yeah, not just the people. They're afraid of the conservative. It's a fear game. It's it's and I'll say we as conservatives, just to make it easier to say, we as conservatives are meant to fear the government. The liberals are meant to fear the conservatives. And that's it's that's all a big game of fear, fucking, and it's fucking stupid. Like we should all I, I don't want to say we should all fear the government. We should all fear oppression we everybody fears oppression we should all not want to be controlled to a point where it's against our best interest mm. that's what we should all be for there should not be any i just i just hate the government because of the government there should no be there should not be i hate the you know the right or the left because they're the right or the left mm. so like for instance okay so just to bring up like bring up a point where it's like yes i'm i'm right leaning and so so a bill like this that I'm about to bring up um, might seem like, oh, you you know, you should be for that because you you know you're right leaning, you must be like super pro cop and all that shit. But there's a there's a there's a bill that's trying to be passed in Kentucky where uh, where you um, where you can if you cuss or flick off a, a cop, you can be arrested. Like you you can't you can't you can't do that shit to a cop without getting arrested. No way. It, and, it, and it is a bill. And obviously, obviously. That 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 seems like a more right leaning thing, but I'm completely against that because I'm completely Why? against the government telling me what the fuck I can and can't do. Especially if you're a government servant. That's against the First Amendment. Like that's, I will say, look, there's there's one thing I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be disrespectful to another person and treat a cop like shit and say you have to deal with it because I pay your salary or whatever. But I you, will say, will but if a cop, if I see I, okay, a cop, I used if I see a, a cop <laughs> flick his lights, say, if I see a right? cop flick his lights on, run a red light, and then flick his lights back off, I'm flicking him off. Exactly. Fuck that cop. Exactly. So I'm not gonna say. I'm not <laughs> gonna I'll pull him over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Over. Exactly. I will. I will do it. <laughs> exactly. Like I'm not gonna say, you know, like I used to, just fuck you for being a cop. But I will say, fuck you. Just in general. And guess what? I'm not going to pull some bullshit like, oh, I pay your salary, so you have to let me do whatever I want. That's stupid. That's why we have laws is because, no, that's not how that works. But, no, I will tell you. If I want to tell you as an arm of the government that I disagree with what you're doing, I will do that. That is part of my rights. If I want to flick you off and say, fuck you because of what you're doing. It's your First Amendment Then, right. yeah, fuck you because of what you're doing. That's like, what – that's – that's where – fucking neoliberalism like completely has dropped the ball is they don't understand that it's not just about left and right it's like neoconservatism actually a lot of their beliefs are half of what the left actually believes but they've been gentrified into this mm -hmm. category to where like the left just has to separate from them entirely yeah it's like People like us, we believe in a lot of social programs, and we believe in equality, and we believe in a uh, lot of... I don't know about a lot of social programs. I would, I would just say I we, we believe in more libertarian ideals, we, less authoritarian. We, we, believe, we believe in rights and having people have the ability to, to not be oppressed and have the freedom of speech, the freedom to gather, the freedom to protest, the freedom to own guns, and the freedom to do all of these things. Like, that's that's what we're about. It's yeah. And ultimately, I don't care if it's a Republican or Democrat trying to pass a law. If it's against one of those things, I'm going to be against it. Yeah, the modern... Uh, and that's, that's just it. Is the modern left isn't... They're not concerned with any of the logic or trying to understand the situation for what it is. It's more based about the rhetoric and the way that the media portrays it. It's about the divisiveness of it. It's not about... It's like the song, like... Pink Floyd was a pre predominantly fucking 
left wing, like, hmm. artist band. A like, lot of, back a lot in of the day. artists are, yeah. Yeah, and the song Us and Them, like, speaks volume to what's going on now, and back then it was a left-wing sentiment, and right now it's a right-wing sentiment. Mm. Not to say that, not to misconstrue anything of what they were actually trying to convey, but the way that I interpret it, it's about division between you know, people and trying to understand that we're all, we all have to figure this out together. Whereas like neoconservatives like me and Doug and even Ryan are trying to have people here at the table and have this conversation so we can find a middle ground and decide what the next step in our evolution as an American human species is. Mm. Whereas the left is, they've bit the hook and they've, they've, they've let the democratic party use divisiveness to gain power and to separate all these hard lines in the sand. Mm -hmm. Instead of it, it being about us anymore, they pretend to be collectivists, but really they're not. Like, look at anything they say. They don't give a flying fuck about anything conservatives have to say. They're getting kicked off of every social media platform that's ever been conceived of in Silicon Valley. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter. And it, they pretend to be collectivists, but they're fucking not. And the, the weird thing is, it's like, yes, we're a classical liberal, and we believe in individual liberty over a collective idealism but we're more concerned with how events are going to affect all of us and our rights as american citizens whereas the left is only concerned with well these are the republicans doing it so just fuck what's going on there and the democrats are doing this so let's just fucking hop on this fucking freight train yeah, yeah and they're not they're not they're not worried about the 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 rights of the individual being infringed upon because as long as so long as it lets them keep believing and and pushing the what they want to what they how they want to live their life as long as it doesn't affect them and their their particular life it's okay and it and it's and they don't understand that that can literally be used like if if you start if you start down this rabbit hole of of like limiting certain rights for the sake of making you feel more comfortable so that someone else can't make you feel uncomfortable so like so what I'm basically what I'm saying is if you're okay with allowing the government to pass legislation so someone else can't make you feel uncomfortable, however that may be, whether it be the fact that they own guns or the fact that they can say certain things at you or whatever, if you're okay with the government passing legislation that would limit that, you are allowing the government, you are giving the government power to then later on use that against you. It's okay it's okay because it's not against you yet, but one day it will be. Yeah. One day it will be. Because they're, that's one thing that they don't understand is, like, the Democratic Party versus, like, against what most people try to believe, they don't give a flying fuck about progressivism. They're using it as a platform for power and to get young mm -hmm. people who are increasing in population versus old people who believe in conservative values to get votes. And that's just all it is. And then the second that they don't have to appeal to what you want anymore, they're not gonna. And it won't matter what yeah. side you're on because individual liberty or collectivism, none of that shit's gonna exist. Yeah. It's not only gonna be an aristocracy, it's gonna be a complete oligarchy. Mm -hmm. And they will take away every single right you have to say anything against what's going yeah, on. Yeah, because... And, 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 but it's and okay right slowly, now to let that happen because they'll, they'll slowly, fuck the right. They'll slowly do that and tell you, oh, it's for your own good, it's for the betterment... And, it's for and, security. And it's for security and safety, it's for your security and safety, and blah, blah, blah. They'll keep inching and inching and inching until all of a sudden then there is this big gap between the people in charge and the, that, the, who will stay in charge and then the, the 
the rest of the country who are who are just basically slaves at that point because we have no rights because you you helped the government take them away from us yeah and then and 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 then what and then what okay yeah yeah now i can't legally you know call you a slur word I, I would like Great. I would like to I, I would like to say it. I, I will so be laughing at you. I would like to say I would be laughing at you within the gulag that we'll all be in, but I won't fucking be there. Oh no, I'm not gonna buddy. be there, buddy. I won't be I'm not there. gonna be there. And that's what you are gonna have to live there. Yeah. I'm not living you're, there, buddy. You're creating this reality for yourself because I'm gonna let you write like no right now. The people who are against this left wing movement that's going on right now and who see the direction that it's going in and the way that it's going to be exploited into creating a stronger centralized government that's going to strip away everyone's rights, which is what we're concerned about, but for some reason you're not, even though you claim to be a collectivist. Um, once that's gone, like, and shit starts mm-hmm. hitting the fan, I'm not letting that fucking happen. Mm-mm. I'm dying for my rights. I'm dying for the mm-hmm. people that I love. I'm dying for everyone's rights. And yeah. I'm not going to be made a slave. Even if we don't succeed, I don't care. I'd rather not live in a world where yep. I can, don't it's have not, the rights. It's not fucking happening. Yep. It's not. Yep. And with the left, it's like they, they, they pretend to be these social justice warriors. They pretend to be about collective interests. And they pretend to be about, like, oh, I'm going to sacrifice this, no. this, and this about my personality to make this better about the world. But when shit hits the fan, when it comes down to the nitty-gritty, half of them are just going to concede or duck out. I, they don't have the fucking spine for what's about to happen. No, that's why they're... That's <laughs> and they're why letting they're, it happen. That's why they're hiding in the shadow of the government. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But look, slowly, maybe slowly, maybe not. If it's not slow, it's going to be a civil war. If it is slow, it's going to be stuff that gets swept under the rug, that does not get mm-hmm. reported, and it's going to be little events like... I'm more scared about that than it's Yeah, than it's going to be war, It's going to be stuff like coming to my door... Yeah. And telling me that that I need to give you like my guns or something. And guess what? It's not. Maybe it doesn't spark a civil war. But when I say no, and you try to arrest me, and the first thing I do is is wriggle my way free from you and run upstairs and then get a gun and shoot you dead in my hallway, and then I'm stuck with a dead cop in my house and twenty more on the way. Guess what? Sounds like I'm dying fighting the police, and it's just gonna slowly happen like that. To tons and tons of Over people, time, it's, it's going to get swept under yeah. the rug, and then eventually, little bit, little bit, rights are just going to keep getting stripped away yeah. until until you look back retrospectively and be like, "Holy shit, we and, used to have the, a uh, First Amendment and Second and Amendment." And when you look back like, on on oh, why wasn't there anymore. why wasn't there some giant civil war? Why wasn't there some giant outcry? Well, because you let you them let get it you let them get enough power that they were able to do all these little things with nobody noticing. If you can sweep through all the small towns and take away all the guns and then start sweeping through the little bit bigger towns and then start sweeping oh, through the big towns. The big towns where guns are already illegal. Yeah, and then yeah. guess what? Then there's n- no guns everywhere and all the people that you're taking guns from are either arrested or killed or, or, killed, or they rolled over and gave away their guns. Now nobody can defend themselves and now the government can do whatever they want. And, it, it's not and even, all the people that were going to say even, anything are dead or in jail. Whole, it's not even no about place. shit that actually fucking matters if you want to talk about shit that like actually oh, affects most of the humanity. Shit that, it's, now I will that's say why, that's what pisses me off. I, I will say the right is is just as hung up. Oh, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. Because just like the look, honestly, yeah, guess what? I I want everybody to respect it. 
everybody should be respected and happy and, and everything. But that's but but we don't need to to start getting people in trouble because they they don't want to say he or they don't want to say but she. That's what I'm but saying. But guess what? You also need to to chill on the other side. That's exactly like, what I'm saying. It's like there's a complete difference between having the intention of hurting someone and then just saying something that accidentally offends somebody. Yes. If you like, yes, you can sit here and say. We're not allowed to say these things anymore because they could potentially become a problem with someone and how they experience their reality and how they feel. But fuck that. You could also just love yourself and, and understand yourself could, as a person. Yeah, I, like, understand, I'm sorry, I understand not keeping, condoning something in the public eye, but making it a law is where I draw the line. Pe- that's exactly keeping, it. Keeping if you give the government right to, to dictate what, what we are and aren't allowed to say, yes. that's the instant it starts going down. That's where, yes, that is number one because that is reaching yeah. our literally the First Amendment. Literally yeah. the first freedom that was that was and and whatever you want to say like yeah you can say oh well the Bill of Rights well they didn't even think about that first okay so but there the was, sentiment there was from the beginning the sentiment was from the beginning is to we deal want with to have rights first. yeah exactly there was some important shit to deal with first we're gonna get some shit on paper that says hey we're free first. and they weren't rights and that were then, granted by the government and then they the were second inalienable thing, rights literally the first thing that we could do once we were free. Was say hey, let's go back now that we're now that we have some a space to breathe. Let's say hey, let's make sure that there's some things that we care about, like being able to say whatever the fuck I want, being able to believe whatever the fuck I want, and being able to defend what I believe. Mm-hmm. Those are what America was built upon. Yep. And uh, I, the second we yeah. start telling people what they can and can't say, I understand. I agree. We should be respectful for to each other. And I understand that, guess what? Maybe, maybe on the right, no, it, you know, it doesn't need to be your entire platform to be against trans movement or against the gay movement. But guess what? On the left, your platform does not need to be pro this movement either. These are not partisan issues. These are issues of of respect that need to be talked about in this country because this country should be a place where anybody from anywhere who feels any way and believes anything should be respected, treated equally, not specially, and not hurt, and just able to live their life. And if they can succeed, they can succeed. And when I say can, I don't mean where you come from. I don't mean your what you were granted by privilege or birth. I mean if you're smart enough and you're capable enough and you're motivated enough to succeed, then this country should be a place where you can succeed. Whether you're a racist, disgusting, sexist motherfucker, if you're a genius that can succeed, you should succeed. Get to. And people can can complain all they want, and we can talk all we want in this free country about, hey, maybe rich millionaire number one should not be racist and sexist. I agree. With, they shouldn't be. Yeah, and in but the, if in they the public, can succeed in the, in and the they are eye, that, then guess what? They succeeded, and they are. This country should be the, a place where anybody, yeah. a trans, a trans but you can person just of color, not to... should be able to succeed just as much as a cis white yeah. racist. Like everybody should be able to succeed, and we should not stop anybody, hinder and the anybody. Thing, the thing is, is we we way. should leave that like we've like we've said. We should leave that up to the up to the public opinion and the public eye if you if you have what you can and can't say right. and do and feel yes that's right. a public that's a societal thing yeah if so want, if, as if the society, society as a don't, whole don't decides decides way. like hey this this dude is is a racist let's not buy his let's not buy his product or let's just tell him hey like or change that, yeah or either either let's boycott that or let's say hey man as a company 
Why don't you just separate yourself a little bit, equally represent, you know, like let let anybody be hired into your company or whatever, and don't push your products, you know, like in a in a in a hateful way. We can just that doesn't need to be legislated. Because if you disagree with that, right. if somebody's going to say, hey, I'm going to only hire white people and push my products in a hateful way or, or make them hateful products, then, okay, you're, you can either come to that person and say, hey, this is not how society should be. Let's be equal and let's treat people equally. Or, yes, boycott them. And but I think, but I we think don't leaving need to legislate. The, we don't uh, yeah, need to legislate leaving people's it up to the freedoms public, out of business. Look, leaving That's it up ridiculous. to the public eye and the public like discussion is, is, is good enough because – I'm like, Obviously it's not, not, it's not, it's, I agree. it's not, it's not profitable to be racist. It's, it's not, it's that's, just not. That's the <laughs> thing. problems tend to just take care of themselves exactly. over time. That's the thing is like, that's one of my biggest things is like people point out things that, that, that big companies do that as like championing the movement. And it's like, no, you don't understand. That's, that's, that's profitable. Yeah. Guess what? Guess what? It's profitable for you know for 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 things to be as smooth as possible right if it makes it more smooth in walmart for you to just be able to go to the bathroom then guess what walmart as a whole is gonna say hey go to the bathroom they're not gonna put in a, they're not gonna first of all they're never gonna pay somebody to stand at the bathroom doors and say oh you can and can't go in this bathroom that's fucking stupid that's gonna make yeah. their customers annoyed like no, they don't fucking. First of all, Mister, uh, what is it? The, the Walton, Walton family. Sam yeah, the, they don't give a fuck. Uh, and if they do, it's not reflected in their business practices. They don't give a fuck if you have a dick, a pussy, or, or which one as you long want as you're or spending have. Money, they yeah, they want shit. your money. They don't care. They don't want. <laughs> yeah. They're not going to. Yes, I know that it's. It, liberals like to make fun of how conservatives show up at Walmart and it's a redneck place and it's for the poor people and the fat people and all the fuck whatever, but. Walmart doesn't care. They want your money. I don't. They don't care if you're gay, trans, whatever. If you gotta go to the bathroom while you're in the Walmart, go to the bathroom while you're in the Walmart. They just want your money. They're not liberal because they're saying anybody can use our bathrooms. They're just trying to make money. Jeff Bezos is not liberal because he's saying, "Hey, we'll hire trans people." He's just trying to not get in trouble. Like it's just hedging your 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 image. Most of these giant, like anybody in the giant public fuck. eye, they, they really don't, don't care. All of their, like, it's, it's, it's honestly the only people that, that's, be, that, whose beliefs you can look at as their actual beliefs is like celebrities, right? Is because, like, uh, uh, Jeff Bezos or, 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 or whatever, who, all the people I was just talking about, uh, Walton, whatever, their interest is in their business, right? They're going to do what keeps their business profitable almost entirely, right? But uh, what was it? Was it Chris Pratt that just got into the thing? I think we talked about this last week. Like, went to the church that he wanted to go. Like, you know, just his church. Yeah, just his church. Elliot. Just went to his church. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, mm. and the, these celebrities, these people that have plenty of money but no business to actually look after. Yes, those people's. You can you can look at their choices and their opinions because they're probably saying what they think. They're probably saying, and you know, I'm not giving validity to it, but I'm saying like, yes, you can say that. That, that this person believes this because they did this. But when you talk about most people in the public eye, as far as business owners and giant corporations, they don't give a fuck. You're dumbish, a bag of rocks, if you think they give a fuck because Walmart says, yeah, it's cool, use our bathrooms. No, they just want everybody to possibly spend their money there. Right. They they're, do they're not just, give a they're fuck. Just gonna, they're just going to... 
tacitly agree with what yes. the public opinion is yeah. at the time. Whatever will get by as acceptable. Yeah, that's what they're going to do. Yes. Exactly. Because it's profitable to do that. What makes me mad about uh, the modern left movement is every human life is valuable up until the point to where we talk about things like abortion or things like cancel culture where they don't really understand the gravity of something like that where like this person isn't allowed to work anymore it's like well you're literally telling them their kids have to starve uh-huh. they don't they don't have a full grasp well of maybe like, they should have thought of that before they did this thing 40 years ago yeah but it's just it's it's stupid. it's fucking ridiculous. It's Imagine me walking into your house with a gun and pointing at your head and saying, "I'm taking all of your food," and also you're not allowed to eat again. Like obviously that's a huge extreme. But the sentiment I'm trying to make is like, it's it's not just affecting these people; it's affecting their families. And yeah, of course, like their influence has influence over those their their family dynamic or whatever. But like. Fucking every kid is angsty, and they typically go against what their parents believe in at certain at a certain point, and they reflect deeper on the way that they believe later in life. Or That's whatever. why I'm gonna act like a hardcore liberal <laughs> with my kids, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then once I get all conservative, I'm gonna be like, nice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell my kids that Thomas Sowell was a uh, fucking Obama. <laughs> you know what? I honestly, I, I like I feel you. I kind of disagree. How so? I feel like it's and I mean, man, I I I was the same way in some ways. I just and maybe it's romanticizing and maybe it's it's hopefulness, right? But when I think about having kids and when I think about the way I want to raise them and the way I want to live my life with my family, like I understand that. You know, there's authority in your life when you're a kid, and, and I understand that there's some amount of, like, wanting to push back, right? But I know a lot of people that fall in line with their parents, right? I know a lot of people that just had good childhoods, that had positive family lives, and they ended up growing up and feeling similarly to yeah. their parents. Yeah, and I, I, know, I was I know saying that No, I, I know yeah. you were joking. I know you are joking. I know you are you know, making it, uh, 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 you know, whatever. But... I, I feel that. On some level, I do feel that. I do understand. Like, And there are a lot of kids that do like just go against, right? And there's a lot of young culture that is just against. Not just not, not pro something, just against establishment, just anti-establishment, whatever. But the more and more I, I watch, um, I don't know, not like family YouTube channels or something, right? But just the way parents interact, different kinds of parents interact with their kids and stuff. I think it's a, and I don't want to blame this on anything inherently bad because, quite frankly, my parents are guilty of the same thing. I revolted against my parents. I And I don't think you can raise your kid in a certain way to guarantee they won't revolt against you. Yeah. But just saying that they're they're revolting against you, they're just fighting authority. As That's just a part of growing up. You're right. That's just part of like, hey, I, I need some freedom, right? That doesn't mean fighting every ideal that you as a parent have against, you know? Like... Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean that. Again, like I know you guys are being facetious, but the more I've seen lately, as I as as this has come into more of a forefront of my mind, thinking about how would I want to raise my kids, what kind of values do I want to instill in my family as the as the as the prominent male figure in my family once I become that. And again, maybe it's just hopefulness, 
But I think there's a way to raise your kids and, and run your family and, and, you know, live your life where, yes, every kid's I'm – not, I'm not saying that you can't, your kids can't be angsty, but they don't need to revolt and think you're wrong. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, like, it, it, I mean, I, I, like you said, I know, I know of, uh, and it, but it just, it just depends on the kid, really. It does depend, but, but I think it depends I, on the I do know, too, I do know people, like, like, a uh, couple of, couple of the people that work for me, um, younger, younger guys, um, and it's kind of cool, because, like, I, a lot of times I, I get them when they're, like, you know, they, you know, they, they start working when they're, like, 16 or 17 or something, and then That's they'll work. get them. <laughs> I get them when they're 16, and I just mold them. <laughs> Jesus Christ! That's right, not Epstein. the direction. Oh, not the direction wrong. I was going with that. It's at all. what she said. Um, <laughs> but you know, they'll they'll work they'll work, um, you know, until they're like eighteen, nineteen, whatever, and then you know, until they get a, a good job. Um, and in like a lot be from where I'm working, happens to be a small town, so a lot of them are conservative. Um, their parents are conservative, and it's it's interesting because like. Even even the ones that are like like oh man my parents like oh they're you know I I hate I hate that they're you know they they ground me because I did I did this or what you know they they tell me I can't play video games more than this many hours a week or whatever just whatever you know whatever bullshit that they they like they're like man I hate my parents for the, not actually hate their parents but you know what I mean like yeah. I hate my dad they're they're, they're being angsty yeah like I, I fucking hate him I fucking hate him when he does this it, but it's like. But it's like it's interesting to see that like, and I feel like it's because, not that. That was me. Um, not that like. Because I try to I, I I try not to be like super political, but I try to be kind of like a. I guess kind of a, a figure that they can kind of like look up to in a in a way, um, so. I try to I try to understand them from their perspective and then also kind of help them understand from their parents perspective and i see a lot of them because i I, so i try to get them to like rationalize like hey you know what what do you believe like when it comes to whatever said topic and they're like and then they'll oftentimes they'll be like yeah actually i i really do actually agree a lot with my parents and it's like well then you have to understand that they're coming from that position so you being a kid you might not see it because you you know you kind of want to go against that authority you are getting later in your teen years you want you know you're 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 inching closer to that freedom yeah and a lot of it is that fight for that i want freedom i feel yeah. like i shouldn't have to listen to you anymore and it, it doesn't mean oh you're wrong about everything it just it's part of growing up That's there's a lot proper of the way ways people take it though yeah well it's it's a lot of the way people take it but it's a lot of the way the parents deal with it too uh, entirely yeah for me, raising kids, um, it's fucking having a farm, being self-sufficient, <laughs> and teaching them what a hard day's work is worth, and, and you know, teaching them what it means to survive, and then introducing them into the outside world, yeah, in society, and then letting them take the knowledge they have already, being built to survive, and then adapting to that, knowing yeah. that they can, and, and with like, full confidence. I want, I, I want to like. I I I would be lying if I if I was saying I didn't want to instill my own values in my children. You no, know, everyone would lie if they said they didn't want to do that. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not saying that. But at the, but I do want to instill my values in as much as not necessarily like conservative values, if you will, but my values that I believe are are good to be a good human being at the very least. And then. 
from there, it's, allow allow your children be like, okay, this is what, and beyond that, al- like say like, you know, show your children, okay, this is what I believe, this is why I believe this, and then allow them to allow them to do their own research and formulate their own opinions and come to their own conclusions. So, and I without think, forcing them to, I, yes, yes, but I think a lot of what people dance around because I think people have a tacit understanding of it. You want your kid to be like you. I mean, yeah. I think everybody does. I think you want them to surpass. I want, yeah, well, yeah, I want my yeah. kid to be, I want my kid to be everything that I think I could be, but in like, but times a million. But, like, but, I want my but kid in the to right be, ways. If, yes, if I want my kid, kid to if be. If my kid's anything like me when I was like fucking 14, like, you're getting your ass beat. So. Well, yeah, because you want your kid to be you Better. to a million percent, right? Yeah. yeah. You want your kid to be the best thing that, 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 that they could be. And in your head, because the way you've lived your life, your whole life is is you. Your whole life. I know that people say that's the me, me, me generation. But guess what? Everybody for all of existence has lived a life of me, 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 because that's how our brains work. Mm. So, as a parent, you're you know your whole life me, me, me. You're trying to look at this child. What do I want this child to be? Me, me, me times a million. I want this child to be everything I could be, but a million times. I want this child to be the best. I want everything for them. I, but but what it comes down to, the like the, the 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 lowest common denominator is I want them to be like me, but of course themselves and better and and every great thing they could be. But there's like that that little you know that little acorn of I want them to be like me though. That's my kid, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this Kirby one of the the newer Kirby enthusiasm episodes I watched. I think it was season ten. Was uh, there's this interracial couple. Right, and the the wife is pregnant. the The husband's a black man. the The wife's a, a white woman. And Larry David, being Larry David, he's like, you know, oh, like nonchalant as fuck. He's like, so what color you want it to be? And and the the father is like, what do you mean? I don't care. And the mother is the same thing. Like, what do you mean? I don't care. It's our kid. Like, I I love our child. Mm-hmm. But then they kind of push it and everything. And the the husband's like, you know, okay, if I have whatever, of course I want my son to be you know darker because that's more like me you know like he didn't say that he says he says you know i want my son to be darker and the implication the, the obvious connection is because as human beings you want your son to be more like you or your child and the mother is the same thing she's like i mean that's she, you know her immediate reaction is that's weird because in her head not even thinking about it not making a conscious decision about it she wanted her son to be lighter like her because everybody wants their kid to be like them. Mm-hmm. It's not about forcing them into anything, but there's that that natural, I feel like it's natural, just mm-hmm. this natural feeling of I want my kid to be like me. And it's not about forcing them into being a conservative or a liberal, whatever, but on some level you do want them to mm-hmm. be like you. For sure. More, like, more usually in the sense that, like for me, I would... I would be ecstatic if my if I had a son and he was just like me because I know exactly what my retarded ass brain does and I could I can I think that if I had a son that was just like me I could make that motherfucker shine I would love that that'd be awesome yeah. because I I know all More my mistakes I look yeah exactly like yeah. I want my son to be just like me because I know how to deal with me Mm-hmm. And I want to make this. I want to help this motherfucker become the most incredible person that they could be. Mm. Therefore, I want them to be like me because it's really easy. Like, because if I, as a third party, had control over my life, I'd be, you know, uh, incredible. 
obviously tell you to do like like hey i know you're thinking this right but do this exactly exactly right <laughs> yeah and now i understand that there's the whole yeah. there's the whole you know like obviously because again like yes mm. if i was a third person on myself i'd be awesome but I'm a first person on myself, and even when I myself say, you shouldn't do this, and my brain says you should, I do the thing my brain says, and, you know, I get it that it's just, it's just like my, like, I'm my own, you know, in this situation, yeah. if my son is just like me, I'm my own dad right now, like, yeah, I'll treat my, my son the same way that I'm treating myself, but my son's gonna treat himself the same way that I'm treating myself. Like, yes, yeah, so I'll ignore that, but the base idea is that I want him to be like me or my daughter to be like me, whatever, because I can deal with that better. Mm -hmm. And because if they're like me, I can point them in a direction that's that's the best me or the best them I because say. that's what I want. It's not necessarily about I need them to mirror everything about my beliefs. It's more of an intrinsic, like a less, it's not, I'm, I'm trying to say it's not like a pointed and a directionalized like it's more about, i want like, them the i'm a republican of, i have to have yeah. my son be a republican no i am a man that that, that believes in taking care of my family and that believes in x y and z yeah, exactly. and i want my son to believe in x y and z or my daughter to believe in x y and z like me mm -hmm. i don't need them to believe in you know i don't need them to vote one way or the other or believe in this president or the other or whatever i don't fucking care about that mm -hmm. most people don't care about that even you know they might but generally they just want their child to be like them they want them to have the similar values to them yeah that's one of the things that um i've observed in parenting especially with within our family group or mm -hmm. just people in our peer group or whatever is that there doesn't seem to be a lot of transparency between uh, a parent and child relationship um for me specifically uh like my parents like they were wild as fuck as kids and like everyone is obviously and they wouldn't really like tell you about it until like it was past the time where you're already adult and you'd already done those things right for me my parenting approach would be just be as transparent as possible say like yeah i, I did some fucked up shit um this happened this happened here's how i thought about it at the time here's how i evolved as a person throughout time and i want the same thing for you mm -hmm. it's not about like me trying to you know push my child on other people and say like this is an extension of me and i'm trying uh -huh. to i'm trying to like prove myself to be a better person now because of who my child is or like live vicariously through mm -hmm. them it's more or less about like like you were saying it's not about like pushing them into a specific idealism that you believe in it's about them becoming a more complete person based on what they believe in and what the conclusion that they come to yeah like because that's our that's, struggle that's, is i want to be a complete yeah. person that's my that's all of our struggles mm -hmm. is I want to complete all these missing pieces that I feel like every day like I, I have all in my all mm -hmm. over my life right <laughs> and when you raise somebody you're like oh, I struggle with this shit all the time I would really love it if I could help this person so that they grow up to be a person where there's yeah. less blanks that's, that's so it. that when they raise a kid there's even less blanks I say nowadays, and ideally like, someday we raise a kid nuanced, where no like, blanks it's a lot more happy, nuanced nowadays where we're able to sit here and talk about this objectively but like when it comes to like obviously none of us have been through the parenting thing and it might be way different when we oh, get to dude, it. I'm and, and our mind might just fucking flip the script. But um it seems like the parenting approach nowadays, or at least like in the time where we were growing up in that generation, is that um people's personality were more or less tied to their idealism between like politics or like social interaction and mm -hmm. things like this. 
and they realize that this eventually worked for them, so they're going to instill this ideology onto their children so that they have a head start, whereas it's completely subjective, where I'm saying, like, it's not about, you know, being a conservative, even though that's something I identify with, or being this way or this way, and some things that have helped me, you're going to be a completely different person, and it's not my job to make you think a certain way. It's my job to make you think like you feel like you can think for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's just what it's all about for me. Yeah. And I, I would, I would almost go as far as to say, like, if you're, like, if you, if you instill good values in in them and allow them to come to their own conclusions, a lot of times they'll end up, end up believing the things that you believe anyway. Well, that's the thing is, I've been, I've been seeing this in myself a lot lately as I get a new job and 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 start to think about my life differently because look quite frankly I'll blame it on whatever i was raised in a, in 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 a household where originally my dad worked and he made enough for everybody and then my parents got divorced my mom worked and made enough for for her family and now uh, my mom got remarried both my parents work but throughout my whole life even after my parents divorced and everything i have lived in uh, you know basically a comfortable enough right like my dad always made enough for the family, and then when my parents got divorced, there was always enough, even when my mom had to start working, and you know, all that shit. Um, I've always been raised in, um, or not always, because I've been raised now, but when I was raised, I was always raised in um, more affluent communities, I guess, like, just quite frankly. I've, my childhood homes are all bigger houses, like two stories, you know, all, all that kind of shit. And the more I, I advanced towards, like, I felt trapped for a long time because I didn't want to go to college. I just didn't, it wasn't right for me. That's not the kind of, that's not the kind of job I want. It's just not. And maybe part of that was just angst and, and fighting against my parents because they seemed to have those kind of jobs. And maybe part of it was that I didn't want that, whatever. But I felt like I ended up in a part of my life where I was like, well, I don't make a lot of money, and I'm never going to because this is the kind of job I want. Even, you know, getting pretty good in this in this job is just a comfortable, you know? It's just barely comfortable, depending. But basically, I felt, I felt trapped like that for a long time. And as I've gone into a new career, um, and not even just a new career, like this is the career I'm going to stick with or that's going to make me comfortable, but just the prospect of, of being able to work in a in a... In a industry like my parents do like my parents work office jobs the prospect of being able to work an office job and thinking about what my life will be like working an office job got me started to thinking uh, the last couple of times i talked to my my mom and dad i was like you know i'm i'm realizing us so much lately so much the past like couple months like as i think about having this kind of job and this kind of life like I don't, I do want kids now. I never wanted kids. Now I do. Like, the more I think about it, the more I, I start thinking about, you know, maybe maybe I could, in my life, build up a life like the one that my parents had when I was raised. And that's when it switched in my head, maybe I do want kids. Mm-hmm. It's like, I never wanted kids. And I think the part of that was because, in my head, having kids... If I wanted kids, having kids would mean being like my parents. Whether that's good or bad is irrelevant. I think because of the angst and everything, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, fuck my parents. I don't like my parents, whatever. Therefore, I don't want to be like my parents. I don't want to have kids. I don't want to have these, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
But whether I like it or not, I was raised a certain way. I These people were the people that raised me. Like, I don't know how better to explain that to somebody if they don't understand, but my mom and dad were my mom and dad. They were always, you know, mm-hmm. they my mom and dad. Now that I'm going more towards that in my life, I've started to think, like, wow, I do kind of want children, but... My biggest my biggest drawback was like because I couldn't see my li- my life going the way their life went. Mm-hmm. The second I could, I said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! I do kind of want kids, but it's because I want to have a nice a nice kind of decent sized house in a nice area. It doesn't have to be a suburb because I'm a little different than my parents. It doesn't have to be a suburb. I kind of want to live in the country, but I want a nice financial stability. I want a nice house. I want a nice life to bring them into." Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's just because, uh, like you said, like we, we are raised by these people, our parents and, and, you know, if you're adopted or whatever, I, I've heard this sentiment echoed from those kinds of people. I it doesn't, I'm not talking biological. I'm talking the people you come home from school to every day, mm-hmm. the people that tuck you in, the people that wake you up, the, make you breakfast and pack your lunch. Like those are your parents. Yeah. Like. And you end up wanting to be like them. Just like they want to be like you, you want to be like them. And even if I fought it, and I'm not saying everybody has to, but for a long time I fought it as a a symptom of something else. I wasn't fighting my parents still, or I didn't think so. But as soon as I caved a little bit and said, maybe I don't like this, maybe I do want to explore some other stuff, and I got to look into what different experiences could be and what my life experience could be if I mirrored my parents a little bit more, I started getting a lot more comfortable and I started thinking to myself, wow, even though my childhood wasn't the best and I wasn't happy all the time, that's still my childhood. That's still what my brain goes back to, right? Mm -hmm. So when I think about my life in the future, I'm like, wow, that's just, it starts feeling comfortable, right? I started thinking about having a mortgage and a home and and a couple kids and a a wife and I started thinking about, you know, that just feels comfortable because that's kind of what my dad was trying to do. He didn't do it because, you know, divorced a couple times, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But, that's how I was raised, right? Mm-hmm. I was raised in a two-parent home, uh, in the originally see, in a in a suburb with financial stability. And now that I'm getting closer towards that, I'm thinking, wow, maybe I do want to be like my parents. Maybe I really do want to be like that. Maybe that is comfortable for me. Yeah, and see, so like it, it so it's like coming from a different whole like whole different background. And it, yeah, I, I'm so like, curious I'm not, about that. So like, I I don't really want to get into it because it it's it's a whole different topic and discussion but like and i don't like i don't want i don't want people's sympathy or anything yeah like uh i've been through some like really fucked up shit and i you know and i've had a really fucked up childhood and then like later in my teen years uh my my grandparents kind of like took over that that parental role and even with my grandparents it was very very split down the middle Mm -hmm. like politically if you will and so I think like even growing up like and dealing with the things that I've dealt with and 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 seeing how dysfunctional mm-hmm. like it it was kind of in in a reverse way almost showed me the importance yeah. of of family and then and then seeing that a little bit in you know in in my, in my grandparents mm-hmm. and like what they provided for me um it 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 kind of instill. I almost taught myself those values in a way, mm-hmm. and so. And it and it's not. And I don't even want to like. I, I don't even want to sit here and try to like, 
shit talk my dad because my dad's not not at all like he's not he's he's not really he's not done anything wrong like it's yeah, not it's not, it's the not devil. It's, it's it's not my dad's it's not my dad's fault he'd been and I, hey i feel you on yeah. the same point it would have been way better if my dad stuck around just like i'm sure it would have been for yeah. you but just because he didn't and that kind of fucked things up and that kind of made my life suck for a little while and it made things harder yeah. i don't hate him yeah. Like I, I said, I man, still I love talked my, to him. I, still I talked to him recently, like, and I told he's him. He's awesome. I told like, him I love he's, him. And, and he's not done. That he's not done any, is, is anything interesting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like he's not. He's not done anything. Anything wrong by any by any means. It's just the fact that they that my parents were never together, and that mm-hmm. for the, for most of my childhood, I was I was with my mom or without my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, it and i i've lived i lived with him for uh for the last 2 years of of high school um but and then i then i moved in with my grandparents but uh, beyond that it was it was always with with or without my mom um so seeing seeing that it it kind of it kind of like through through kind of an opposite opposite means it showed me how important family structure is Mm -hmm. um and how the lack of it affected me well i'm curious do you think it was more effective not 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 more effective or because i'm not trying to speak on because obviously if we say something's the most effective that's like what you should do i'm not trying to say what you should or shouldn't do um but i'm saying you think it's more effective your mother not being there causing you to 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 see oh these are bad things that are happening because of the lack of family structure or do you think it was more your grandparents yes there was some divide but do you think it was more like not just not the lack of what your mother did but the 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 addition of what maybe your grandma did it definitely and what your grandpa did maybe they don't agree politically but do your values still reflect like Oh, my grandpa still took care of me and my mom and and his wife, and now mm. I, as a man, want to be like my like that father figure in my life, like my grandpa, and take care of people. And maybe you know your mom acted a certain way, and I'm saying, did you get more from that, or maybe mm. the way your it grandma acted influenced the way you think that that I would, a mother figure should? I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it would be even a, even a difference mm-hmm. between like my my grandpa or my gran- grandmother, but. As a whole, as as just grandparents as a whole, I think that being later in my life kind of just reinforced what mm-hmm. I had already. But like, you think most of it was I, from the lack. From a very young age, I'm talking like I'm talking like like twelve or thirteen. Mm-hmm. I knew I was. I knew from that point I was like, I do not want my children to go through this. Yeah. Uh-huh. I knew from then I wanted children, and I did not want them to live the way I lived. Interesting. So, and I think that's that that's that's kind of like when it clicked, and I was like, okay, you know this is this is i don't i don't like it's I, I, you can't i can't even say regret because it's not like i had it's not like it was my choice to do that right but like it's not that i i don't wish it upon anyone mm-hmm. but i'm also glad that it happened to me because it it it, sh- it showed me the importance of it whereas i feel like maybe obviously not in your case but I feel like maybe if I grew up in a in a household like that, I might have been a little bit more, like, because like uh, for instance, I talk all the time about being a being a a communist back in in mm-hmm. in in college. But even then, I was still very like very very pro family, like pro like I I, I had a lot of like more traditional values, yeah. if you will, because um, you knew what not having it could do. Yeah, and so 
I think I think it like that. I I so I I knew from an early on that like I just didn't I wanted I wanted to provide a better a better life for my for my children mm-hmm. and that's so from a very early age I I've been very picky about my about my mates and like and and now especially I am now especially I am super fucking picky oh, about yes. my mate and it's it, like because I I understand like okay I'm not saying it's the end of the world if you have a child and you split up and it's it's not the end of the world no, your your I child's not going to right your child's not going to turn out poorly just because you split up I'm not saying that but I am saying it is better. <laughs> it well, is just better. like just like you said, like when you were twelve and thirteen, you had already been through all this. And you were like, I don't want my kid to go through that. Yeah. Now I I'm on a different per- end because I was you know at that age and I didn't want kids. But at the same time, like mm. the rest of it, the same. Like, and I still have felt that way for a long time. Retrospectively, like, you can look at it. And I don't. Say, I didn't want my I kids. Like to go, I didn't yeah. want. I didn't want kids at the same time. But I still felt the same way. I don't want my kids to go through that. Mm. That was why I didn't want kids. Whereas mm. yours was different. But same thing, I didn't want them to go through that. Mm. And, like, same yeah, thing yeah. now. It's like, look, it's not the end of the world. I'm a child of divorce. Mm. My mom and dad, right. my mom worked really hard to deal with that. And you know what? I don't know it, but maybe my dad did too. It's a, it's something that I'm not going to go into because I haven't talked to him about it. But you know mm. what? I No, it was not easy on him. And I'm not ever going to pretend that it was. Mm. And I'm not saying that it's the worst thing ever and I'm a demon, I should kill myself, whatever. If yeah. I end up having a kid and then I don't end up wanting to be with that woman forever. But ideally, but, I know that yeah. I as a kid did not, that did not do me any favors. Exactly. Again, that's, yeah, again that's my point. I'm fine, I'm capable, yeah. and I think I'm going to succeed in life. But that didn't do me any fucking favors, and I don't want to do that. Yeah. If it happens, it happens. But I don't want to go for that at all. That's where I'm in between both of you, which is interesting. Is that like this is one thing where the three of us are different. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, the longest time was I didn't want to have kids. Like I was mm-hmm. militant against having kids because I didn't want to bring kids into a world where I had already suffered and I knew the sure. only thing that was coming for them was suffering. Yeah. And then it was a conversation I had with a very dear friend of mine that made me realize that it's just a part of life and it's something that makes us stronger. And that's where I tied into Junger and where mm-hmm. I started reading into Junger and yeah. really uh, understanding what he was, the sentiments that he was trying to make and where it, it shaped me and my beliefs is that like, like who gives a shit? Honestly, poverty, not poverty, divorce, not divorce. doesn't matter. Everyone's a, everyone's a product of circumstance or a product of environment, uh-huh. if you will. And you have a good life. You have a bad life. Honestly, to me, like, even though I feel like the world is more and more reaching towards havoc and fucking chaos and things are only going to get worse from mm-hmm. here on out, I'm more of a nihilist at this point. But, yeah, having kids and them being able to withstand that and adapt through that and being able to circumvent that circumstance and become stronger people... That is exactly what proved to me that I had succeeded as a parent. It's not about me instilling uh-huh. my personal values into them. It's about them being able to succeed personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Through all of that bullshit that goes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where I flipped the script, and it's a fucking beautiful thing, man. When yeah. you're like, dude, I don't want to have kids, and all of a sudden it hits you, and you're like, dude, I want to have kids. Like, yeah. It's oh. it, it for, for I'm it's, like it's weird talking about yeah. it, but like. 
it's it's weird because for me, like I kind of knew at an early age that I did want kids, and I think it I think it was because because in my circumstance, it's it's so interesting that we all have like similar values and ideals, and we've come from so drastically. Dude, different that's that's the thing. Is like I, but, I I I don't understand this. Like when you start severing people into camps, yeah, and it's like you know what, like just just stop separating giant groups people. Go into a small group. That's yeah. very similar, and look at how different they di- are. Dissimilar yeah. they really are, yeah. and then tell me again yeah. how everybody's the same. Like, like really that's cool, fucking like, stupid. People but, in social groups yeah. nowadays they pretend to like all be on the same page and be friends and shit, but like yeah. we're all very different people. And we but we can also that. sit here and have a genuine conversation mm-hmm. about what our goals are as people, and I feel like not a lot of people have this conversation. Yeah. But my my so my point was like my point was like so even though for me it was like at an earlier age, I think it was because. I, I had like hit that point where it was like I kind of wanted to prove prove people wrong like like or not not even really prove them wrong per se it was just almost like it was almost like in in a way my angsty like rebellion was like look mom look at look at what you've created look at what I'm gonna create yeah right yeah. you know like, what I mean uh-huh. so like that's why it kind of hit me early on so like whereas it kind of you know it all we all kind of came to the same conclusion maybe at a different time Doug is Eminem <laughs> <laughs> but it, name so your daughter Haley I will give you I will literally give you ten thousand dollars <laughs> name your daughter Haley I got some Christ. skeletons in my closet and I don't know if no one knows it <laughs> no, no one knows it Oh, that's great. No, it's, it's, it's a phenomenal. Doug Mathers. <laughs> Doug Mathers. Doug Lice Mathers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the name of this episode. Yes. Signing off. Dude, that's fucking Night-night. great.